Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, ba-da-da-da-da, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. <laughs> the ultimate Cleveland Sports Show starts now. Booyah! Hey, everybody! Hey. I was about to say Happy New Year. It's not, it's not the <laughs> not New yet. Year. It's you, weird. Six Christmas days away. being on a Monday feels weird to me, and yeah. I don't know why. Because I feel like Christmas is usually... Well, I get, you know, if it's, because if, if Christmas is midweek, like Wednesday through Sunday, mm-hmm. that's the end of the week, it feels like. You Absolutely, know what I mean? Yeah. But Christmas being on a Monday, now you have a whole week almost between yeah. Christmas and New Year's. It's, it is just it feels a, a little different. Is it a lot of regular jobs that like go back to work today? Absolutely. Probably. So, so, unless so, you work for like the government. So, so let me get this right. People went out and celebrated Christmas yesterday on a Monday. Yeah. Did probably had eggnog and all of that. Yeah. And I got to get up and go to work today. I mean, if you're working a, like a real that's job. That's crazy. You know, a, I, a, 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 a real man, you know, like blue that, collar job. You're probably working today. I, I mean, like you look at vacation time. That's not fair. I drunk some tequila last night. Here I am. <laughs> We're working today. Here I am. Well, I let you know. <laughs> I did not. See, what's interesting, though, is I don't know if it feels this way to you guys. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Leroy is going to join us in a little bit. We'll go to Mike in a second for the for the. We got a big FanDuel ticket for you. We're going to get all into the, the Browns' big win. Obviously, we did a show yesterday. Hope you enjoyed that. We did that show from home. Uh, you guys had the post game show on Sunday. Everybody's going wild. We'll talk about the Ravens' win. We'll talk about it all in just a second. I don't know if you guys agree with this though. I feel like that there are, there's a lot more in terms of even on Christmas Eve. And the, and the week, uh, this week, there's a lot more. I, f- I felt like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I was a kid a lot longer than you there's guys. a lot more snow, yeah. No, no, well, yeah, that too. But I felt like it was, everything was shut down. There was nothing, you couldn't go anywhere, except for, it, it was like Chinese food and the movie theater. Are you that talking about on thing. Christmas? Well, maybe not Christmas Day, but even Christmas Eve, everything's open on Christmas Eve. Yes. Oh, I, I, I actually, what, I, I, this, uh, this is... You know, officially makes me a Midwester. I'm now 100% Midwester. I went to Longhorn Steakhouse for dinner on Christmas Eve. You know Eve. what's funny? Longhorn Steakhouse. I was I was driving because I did the Browns game. Yeah. So I was driving back to, to Worcester to yeah. go be with my family because we stayed at our in-laws. And they have a Longhorn. Packed. 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 Yeah. On Christmas I was Eve. like, are you serious? It's like 9 o'clock at night, and it's packed. I went in there. It's like 7 o'clock. place was full. I ran into somebody I knew. I mean, it was a whole big thing. Mm. Longhorn. I guess that's the new thing on Christmas. Prime rib. Earl? So nobody going to talk about the fact that it was damn near 70 degrees outside yesterday? Listen, It was the California Christmas. if I never see another white Christmas again, I am A-OK. I've been saying that I'm with you on that. Yeah, like that was beautiful. That was beautiful. It was awesome. I'm outside in shorts. My son and I are outside in shorts and T-shirts cleaning out the gutters. I had him doing all the work. Had him up on the ladder pulling out the, the leaves. It was getting. He got to learn how to work. He said, "You going to work today? Oh Christmas! Oh Christmas! You going to work today?" He loved it. You going to work, my boy? I'm telling you, he loved it. He had fun. He had fun. He liked helping. He loves to help that kid. Just no Aaron. I figured he'd be at home what playing you, Madden. You well, know, he, we played. First of all, we did play Madden early. They kicked okay. my ass. Okay. I scored the first touchdown. 
And that was it. it we were doing Chiefs versus Niners. Okay. I was the cheat. No. Yeah, I was the Chiefs. I scored a touchdown right away. I'm up 6 nothing. I missed the extra point, and then he scored 29 unanswered points. Hey, it'd be, it be like that sometimes. <laughs> but after that, Pass the sticks. he went out and did the gutters. How does that feel? You know, when you – because I'm not going to ever get to this, yeah. this moment because there's no way that my <laughs> kids is going to beat me. But as, at a yeah. point in time, you used to be very dominant in your kids in, in sports, video games. I've never when video they, games. When they win now, how yeah. does that make you feel? Well, I was Playing never – I don't really play <laughs> video games. <dude. laughs> Clean the gutters. gutters. That's it. That's, that's the punishment. Happened. That's the punishment for beating your dad. But that's it. He can't beat me in anything else. We played MLB the show a couple weeks ago. I, I kicked his ass. What about like actual sports? He couldn't beat me in any sport. You don't think? What is he going to beat me in? He's 10 years old. Basketball? Acting. I mean, acting. That's not basketball. a basketball. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. Steve, that is not a sport. I know this yeah. is outside of your realm, but yeah. acting is not <laughs> a sport. Okay. No, he can't beat me in basketball. I'm, and I'm not very good at basketball, but I, you know, I'm a, although he's five feet tall now, but I'm still eight inches taller than him, seven inches taller than him. What, are you We've be, played. Are you going to be sad when he beats you? No, but he's not going to, I'm not going to let him win. I don't believe in that. I, don't I think either. my daughter can beat me. What? Oh, well, her, well, your daughter can in high school. school. I can't, out, I can't man. hoop, man. You got to cut that like, out. The Cartwright thing is real, bro. I can't hoop. I can't hoop. What do you, when you, okay, hold on. Let's address this. What do you mean you can't hoop? So what, like, what can't you do? I can't, I can't. At least you can play defense. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I got the Bruce Bowen down. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah, like, you I, can, can, you can, can you be on the court. I can't dribble and I, I can't shoot from long range. But you, you know what I'm saying? I can make a layup. I can play some defense. I used to be able to like at least how touch the rim. I'm 16 even. And how tall is your daughter? My daughter is what? Oh, she's short. She's about five five. Is she a really good shooter? She's a better shooter than me. Do you play? You play one on one? No. Oh, you ha- you haven't played one on one? No, gonna, I don't want to. I'm gonna let you know something. What? Bro. Me and my wife. Yeah. My wife was a a pretty pretty good high school basketball player. Really yeah. good. She didn't play in college. No, nah, she uh, gave it up. But anyways, yeah, we decided to play a game. And I completely destroyed her to let her know that this is not that. I know, I know this. And this was like, you know, when you're young and you're in a relationship, yeah. you know, y'all do the cute thing. When yeah. Now this was like, nah, this was serious. You know, like the end of love and basketball where he dunked on her at the end. That's where I was. <laughs> what at. was the score? I was five to nothing. Real five. Quick. You only played the five. Yeah, five you didn't give nothing. her a chance for a comeback. Why would I? We could have played the 21. It's just, it's just not. It's not. Did she shoot? My wife can shoot very well. Okay. I respect it, though, because he didn't set a false expectation, yeah, right? No, no, no. Yeah, he, he, set, he set the standard from the beginning of the relationship. I'm going, and I'm going needs. to the lane. Were you physical? Like, yes. you beating her up? Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Mike. Go ahead. What's up, guys? We got a massive show on deck, and we have a massive winning fan duel ticket, the biggest winning fan duel ticket we have ever had on the show. We'll get to that. After we tell you why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and check out this winning ticket from our guy Sheeny. He turned 80 cents 
Ooh. into $1,009.74. 80 cents? 80 cents on this same game parlay. Oh, he took the under on everything. money line. A Case Keenum under passing yards. Elijah Moore under receiving yards. Jerome Ford under receiving yards. Nico Collins under receiving yards. Devin Singletary under rushing yards. Jerome Ford under rushing yards. Kareem Hunt under rushing yards. David Njoku over receiving yards. Amari Cooper over receiving yards. Wow. David Njoku anytime touchdown. Amari Cooper anytime touchdown. Joe Flacco over 250 passing yards. Joe Flacco over two touchdowns. Cleveland Browns money line with the Detroit money line thrown in there just because why not? Wow. 80 cents into $1,009.74. Shout out to Sheeny. That's crazy. That is a great win. I hate to say it though. The first thing I thought of. Even if he bet like ten bucks, he would have won like ten grand. <laughs> that, that's every everybody right? thinks of that after they win. Right, but like, eighty cents? Who bets? I didn't so, know you could bet eighty cents. So what probably what probably happened is he is that what he had left? Yeah, he cashed he out. Cashed, he, he left the eighty cents. Left the eighty cents on yeah, the play. Said, I'm gonna go crazy with this eighty. And it hit. Yeah. What is it? How many? Uh, what's his name again? Sheeny. S C H E E. That sounds like the dude off of Jimmy Neutron. That's like a. Well, I'm not going to get Jeez. into it. Um, how many different bets were there in that parlay? I'll count it one more time, but I believe, and this will be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. A 15 part parlay, 14 in the same game, plus the Lions money line. Wow. I wish I could bet on that. Oh, man. All right, Shout guys. Out to Coming up later, we got a oh, real quick Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show Fantasy Football League. Uh, I got beaten by G. Bush, and Tyvis defeated Steve. Which is unbelievable. If y'all seen my team, I don't know how I'm in the championship. Well, Amari Cooper's out. Yeah. yeah. He gave like 50 he, points. He put my team on his back. <laughs> Thank you, Amari. He did. So it'll be Amari Cooper. Or Amari Cooper. It'll be uh, Tyvis against G. Bush for the championship. So there you go. Uh, we'll talk more about – we've got to hear more later about uh, Mike's uh, trip to Jason for Christmas. But for now, the question is, guys – I think we know the answer, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, and I'll begin with you, Earl. Are the Browns a legit super, a legit contender to make the Super Bowl? I think a thousand percent the Browns is a legit uh, contender to make the Super Bowl. I sat here right here on this set in July and said I felt like the Cleveland Browns will be playing in the AFC Championship. And that's before I knew everything that would play out this season. Yes. That was with the expectation of Deshaun Watson balling out and things like that. With all the adversity that the Cleveland Browns have gone through and to have 10 wins, fourth time since 1989, mm-hmm. to be where they are, Joe Flacco playing the way they're playing, you look at the rest of the landscape of the AFC, I definitely think the Cleveland Browns are legit Super Bowl contenders. We can look at, if you look at the game last night between the Ravens and the 49ers, we clearly see that the Ravens is the best team in the NFL. The good thing about that to me is I know for a fact the Cleveland Browns can beat them with all things equal. And so when I when I just now look we know at, the Ravens can beat the Browns too with all things equal. Yeah, but when I look at everything, absolutely, I feel like the Cleveland Browns can uh, is our legit Super Bowl contender. Travis, I mean, yeah, they're absolutely Super Bowl contenders. I mean, like I say, given through given the things that they've been through and where they're at, and you look at the landscape, there's no dominant team in the NFL outside of maybe Baltimore. Baltimore do look legit on all phases of the game. Um, but what I like about the Browns the most, where the Browns have the edge at over a lot of these teams is that they've dealt with so many injuries that when something happens in the game, it, it is what it is. Like, all right, next man come in there, same results. Right. Where To where, as you see other teams, when somebody gets hurt, 
it's a scramble. Let's take the Texas game, for example. Yeah. You know, they didn't have C.J. Stroud in there. We already knew that. They didn't have Will Anderson in there. And then a couple of guys get banged up in the course of the game. Yeah. Jimmy Ward goes down. They lose some corners. They, they lost their other good pass rusher. Right? And, yeah, and they lost Greenland. their other pass rusher. Yeah, right. So yeah. they lost, like, three guys in the course of that game, yeah. and everything just fell apart. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what to do. Right. To whereas Cleveland has it where – we didn't dealt with it this whole year, so the next person that goes in there is still everything still clicks like that. And I think that right there is the advantage that they have. The one thing that I'm really interested to see with Baltimore is they really been pretty healthy this entire season. They might have had a except couple for Mark Andrews. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, except Mark Andrews, but outside of that, they've had been pretty healthy. At yeah. some point of this, he's not wishing it on it, but at some point it's just the nature of this game. Injuries is hundred percent gonna happen to somebody in this game. They're going to deal with an injury, and I need to see how they respond to it because they haven't had to deal with it outside of Mark Andrews, which Isaiah likely has been doing a really good job of coming in there and expelling them. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the playoffs, somebody's going to go down, and I need to see who the next person that comes in does the, the level of play drop off. We know with the Cleveland Browns, they can handle it because they've been doing it. So I think that's the one key advantage that they have over every other team in the NFL. The Browns obviously are Super Bowl contenders. They're not Super Bowl favorites, but they're Super Bowl contenders. With 100%, um, everything about this season is weird. Every, nothing about this season makes sense. There's so many things about the Browns that if you hadn't watched this team all year and you just saw some of the statistics on paper, you'd say, no, of course this team's not a Super Bowl mm-hmm. contender. There's so many things about them, but nothing about the season makes sense. And if you watch this team every week and you watch enough of the rest of the league, then clearly the Browns are a Super Bowl contender. I was thinking about this, like, if you picked playoff teams like they do in college football, mm-hmm. if there was a college football, let's say we, you three, the three of us and we had to pick are the, the college four. football playoff committee. <laughs> And we put the like, would the Browns make top four? I don't think they'd make top four, but they'd make top, you know, we're going to 12 now, and in the NFL, you'd have more than four. So, I don't know. Would you have them in the top four? I think I would have them just out of the top four, I mean, but I'd I have them in the top eight. I would have, I have Baltimore. Baltimore's one. You have to have Baltimore one. San Francisco two. Right. Who's three? Detroit. Let me give you some possibilities. Browns. Chiefs. No. Not the Dolphins. Chiefs. Cowboys. We can't just be prisoner moment. It can't just be just about the Eagles. last game. Or at least it shouldn't be. What? Put the Eagles I'm in there. The Eagles, Detroit. I'll tell you right now, right now, and maybe I'm being a little prisoner put moment. The Browns is three. I would go Miami three. I think I'd put the Browns. I think I'd put Miami three too. I would, I would put the Browns three over. Well, I don't know. Because they both got the same issues. What if right? we going over there? They both win at home. They're not. But the Browns have a better. No, I would go Browns three. The Browns have a higher strength of percentage win versus Miami does, right? Well, Miami never has only beat one team above five. Exactly. Right. So that's why I will put the Browns three. Yeah, I just think I, I, I'm not looking. I'm looking at just looking at the teams. I think the Dolphins are a little more well-balanced right now than the Browns because the, the Browns can't run the ball. <coughs> the Dolphins can run the ball. Yeah. And I, but, I, but the Browns are in the conversation, certainly. I, would, I think I would – I think – I'm trying not to be biased. You know, I have totally jumped on the Browns. You know, I'm like really into rooting for the Browns more than I ever have before. <laughs> and so I'm trying not to be biased. I think if I look at it from an unbiased perspective, I think I would have Miami three. I think I would put at four. I mean, it could be the Browns. I think I would put either the Browns, the Cowboys, or the Lions for me would be four. I, I think the Browns are in the top six. I I, I I would put I'd have to think about it more to find out exactly where I put them, but they're in the top the, six. The only thing about the Browns that 
would make it hard for me to put them at the fourth is because they don't run the ball well and they turn the ball over. Yeah, that's and the two. You, think, you would think eventually those things will catch exactly. up. Exactly. I don't know if it will because it's just been such a wacky season. But those two problems, especially the turnovers, you'd think once they're playing better teams that that will catch them at some point. Hopefully it won't, or hopefully they'll disappear in the playoffs. Well, they've been, they, Joe Flacco's been doing so. He's literally been <laughs> – what he's doing is it's funny because he goes out there, he'll give it away. He yeah. like You know he reminds me of a little bit like Jameis Winston back when he had that 30 for 30. He, he'll go out there and turn the ball over, but yeah. he also going to get you a bunch of touchdowns. So right. it's like it's gonna make, it'll make up for well, the interceptions. Well, that one year, Jameis was – now, Jameis had more turnovers than touchdowns. No, I think he was 30 was for it 30. Even? He was, it was 30, 30, 30, 30? Yeah, 30. Joe's for 30. On the season, Joe Flacco has 10 touchdowns and 8 turnovers because he's I think he's lost a fumble or two, right? Right. So, I mean, you know, listen. You're right. He lost one fumble. Uh it's funny, if you look at the numbers compared to Deshaun Watson, and at this point they've played about the same amount this year, statistically, outside of the, the total yardage where Flacco's way ahead of Watson, statistically they're real close. Like, Watson's actually got a little better completion percentage. Mm-hmm. Watson's got eight touchdowns, six turnovers. Uh, Joe Flacco, ten touchdowns, eight turnovers. Their QBRs are similar. Flacco's is better. Uh, their completion percentage similar. Watson's a little better, but I feel like watching them that Flacco's played significantly better than Watson. What well, I mean, it's the, I don't know. I it's, I still think it has to do with the the flow of the offense. I mean, it's the, much better now. It, it just seems yeah. like it's much better. And the, and the interesting thing is that they're doing it with no run game, and that's right. Flacco's being asked to do way more than Watson was. Right, and point. but mm-hmm. when you think about Deshaun Watson and when he thrived, it was always five wide shotgun and let him do his thing. And we got to start seeing that towards the end before when he was getting when he got hurt. But for the most part, they were still trying to figure things out. And I think with Kevin Stefanski and Joe Flacco, it's Kevin's stuff. I mean, literally, yeah. that's what yeah. he said in the post game. They asked Joe Flacco about a play. You know what he said? <laughs> he said, you have to ask Kevin Stefanski. Kevin comes up with that stuff. I don't I just run what he calls. I don't know. You know, that Kevin's the genius right, behind right. all of that. And I'm just like. They're not supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> on, they are very much on the same page. Exactly. And I think that's why, you know, it looks the way it looks. And when things go wrong over a course of a game or when things need to be tweaked and adjust, it's easy because Kevin's like, this is my stuff. I can, I can go out there and fix that easily. But you know, when you're trying to mix and you're trying to, you're trying to do what Deshaun likes, you're trying to do what I like and trying to mix it, it's like, ah, I don't really know how to fix it 100% like that yet because it's not my stuff. Same thing, same problem I think Joe Woods had last year on defense. I think that the reason that the defense looked bad is because, and I told y'all this so many times, I would, I would come on this show and yeah. I would look at some of this stuff and be like, oh, that's easy. We could fix it just by doing this, this, and that. But it's like I know that defense. Joe Woods, when he was in Denver, they was a two-man under team. Like, they ran a lot of man-to-man. Right. When he went to San Francisco, he inherited – that defense because Robert Sala put it in. It was successful. They kind of taught it to him, and yeah. he just – took it and ran with it over right. here. So he really don't know the ins and outs of that defense to be able to fix it like that. And I think that's the same thing we were seeing with Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson trying to mix their what they like to do on offense together. It's like we don't really know how to fix it 100% yet because we don't know exactly right. what the final product is supposed to look that's a good like. good point. It's funny he talked about the Florida offense. I think this was like two weeks ago. I was listening to Joe Thomas on Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 
he was on there with your boy Bo Bishop and uh, Nathan Segura. Oh yeah. And he was talking about uh, Flacco being in New York with Lafleur, mm-hmm. and how Lafleur and Stefanski kind of comes from the same tree. Yeah. And a lot of what they run is similar. Yeah. And I think we underestimated how quickly Joe Flacco was going to be able to pick up this Browns offense mm-hmm. and take off running with it. You see him getting better and more comfortable with this offense every single week. You see Kevin Stefanski as a play caller. Like I told Mike, man, my man's cooking with fish grease right now. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever he call is working. But I think more so than just the flow of the offense, it's that veteran leadership of understanding the little nuances, right? Understanding what the opposing defense is trying to do. Um, just just the, the movement. It's just so many different things about what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it has me like, damn, like, just seeing him recognize the blitz, get the ball out quick, the one throw to David Njoku. Mm-hmm. It's just the veteran le- leadership, you know, understanding the flow of the offense. Kevin Stefanski with his play calling. And the Browns, like you said, they're, they're doing all of this without a running game. Real quick, Tyvis alluded to, you know, guys get hurt. And, you know, we're just subbing guys in and we're keeping this train rolling. You can really start to see the culture change in Cleveland, right? And I think that's why these things are happening. Mm-hmm. It's because we have a healthy culture to where you can legit just plug and play and keep it moving. I agree with that. Though. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because it seems like every week the Browns lose somebody on offense, and even this week, this week, <laughs> the <laughs> special team. It was special you lose you. But I said this yesterday on the show that obviously you don't want to see your kicker or punter get hurt, especially the kicker. We lost been, both of them. Lost both guys, right? I've never heard of this. The but kicker you know, I said this on Monday, and I want your take on this, guys. I said, I said, there's a little part of Kevin that loves that he can't kick the ball. <laughs> I said that on the post game show, right? That's facts, though. Right? That's facts. Kevin probably somewhere like, yeah, well, I can go for every fourth down. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. He, was he not? He was pretty decently successful without it. I mean, they got the two-point conversion. But that's, that's the boy's point. He was like, like he was looking at his tops like, yeah, I get the but play. You know, you know, I can't be criticized for going for two. I can't be criticized for not punting. He said, I'm about to try I this. To do it. He said, ooh, I'm going to try this. I ain't tried this all year. I've been drawing this one up all year. Finally, I go He went deep into the playbook. But you know, you know the interesting thing? We talked about, you know how back when it was all about Kevin needs to give up a play call. He's calling these terrible plays. Yeah. Did you watch the Chiefs game? Ooh. Did you see the, the the reverse that got fumbled and got taken to the house? By I the, did not see that play. All right. Some of the game, but not the whole thing. So the interesting thing is I'm the play didn't work and it resulted in a yeah. touchdown. I know what your thought was. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I wonder if they're out there saying Andy Reid should give up play call. Andy Reid, the loss is dead. Don't that, that sound absurd? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what we was dealing well, with, though. Right now, if anybody said take Kevin Smith, you should give up the play call, and you'd be like, what are you, an idiot? That's what I'm saying. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, That's it, a, just, right. Have y'all noticed even the stuff that didn't work, fans is not complaining no more? Nah. Like, we had a couple drives where we well, went three win. and out and punted. And now all of a sudden, nobody is questioning anything no. that well, Kevin Stefanski I think calls. people realize, like, given the circumstances, he's done a great job with the circumstances, which is I've been trying to say all year. Like, this man is dealing with – he doesn't have his horses. He has nobody. And he's still finding a way to make things happen. You can try to give him the AVP. I don't know if AVP is – I'm not going to say he isn't or if he is, but I think it will be totally interesting to watch him go out there. Like, yeah, we're going to give you – try to run your your best stuff with these twos right. and threes that yeah. we got out there and see if you get it done. Right. And, and right now, Kevin Spassky doesn't 
He, he's got nothing to do with the defense, I'm sure. Nah. He, Jim Schwartz is the head coach of the defense. Mm-hmm. He, Kevin Stavansky loves – that's what a lot of coaches <clears throat> like these days. They want to have their unit. That's what I said you about know, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle don't go down there. The I played defense. Kyle ain't never came down right? there. Exactly. nothing to the defense. It, it, it's so funny, <laughs> man, because, like, this is where I love Kevin Stefanski. I think he's a great leader of men. I think he's a – like, he just exhibits great leadership. When I was a supervisor for the city of Cleveland, mm-hmm. one of the things that I learned in training was the art of delegation, right? You, you train up your people, you put the right people in place, mm-hmm. and then you delegate so you can focus on what your primary job is. Yeah. When I first got promoted, I was doing the same things that I was doing that got me the promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to outwork everybody, this, that, and the third. But my obligations changed when I became a leader. Mm-hmm. We seen Kevin Stefanski grow this past offseason as a leader, right? You seen him look at his coaching staff, Realize Joe Woods ain't it, Mike Prefer ain't it. I need to make some serious upgrades so that I can delegate to men that I trust so I can focus on the overall uh, landscape of this football team. Mm-hmm. And I think so much with Kevin Stefanski is, is hung up on the X's and O's that people don't forget it's more than being a great head coach or a good head coach even to that. You got to be a leader wow. of men. You got to be organized. You got yeah. to know how to put people in the right situations mm-hmm. to have success. And he's done a better job of that. Well, and the players love him. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. This year, I, I think this year what happened was he he realized what you're saying is right. You know, I, with, with a lot of great offensive minds, the thing about a great offensive coach is some of the best offensive coaches I've been around don't really know how to handle defense. So that's why they go get some of the best defensive guys minded-wise and say, you run defense. I'm not – you do your thing over there. I don't really want to be bothered with that. I trust you to get it done. Right. So I can focus on this offense. Same thing with Kyle Shanahan. I don't really know too much about that defense or what you're running over there, but do your thing. And I think Kevin finally got that with Jim Schwartz. was like, I trust Jim. Jim's going to get it done. Anything that happens, Jim, it's Jim's defense. He knows how to make the checks and adjustments. It'll get corrected like that, which we see a lot of the times. And the, the, the next step he took was, I want this team to become closer. I want to build it as a family atmosphere because... Like I say, that when you do it for somebody outside of yourself, you tend to do it, you go harder because it's like, I don't want to let my teammate down. Sure. And I think for him, he's been so buttoned up and been so Bill Belichick where he don't let nobody in, media, nobody. And I think this was the first year he was like, he started opening up a little bit. And once they went to Greenbrier and they spent more time around the team, I don't think he did it on purpose. I think it accidentally happened where he started really connecting with guys. He started really learning about them, getting to know about these guys, and he opened his heart up. It just, yeah. It's accidental, but you, you spend time with somebody, you open. Yeah. it's like a relationship. You, the more time you spend with somebody, the more you open up to them. And he's become to the point where it's like, I love these guys. Like, I'm about to go out right. there and do everything he's I can. He's shown a little emotion. Exactly. A he's, little, not he's too fi- much. He's fired up on the sidelines. Right. He's cussing referees out. Right. He's he, speaking he, more in the media. I do think he, he maintains, uh, like, he doesn't lose his mind. No, it's not he's, over the top. He's, he's, yeah. he's definitely yeah. Yeah. important. Yeah. But he definitely has loosened up a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Peterlin, right, he told this story Sunday. When you talk about the development of relationships with the players, he talked about, David Njoku in 2020 when Kevin Stefanski first got here. It's not like they, he, he said, I'm not going to say they hated each other, but it was a major disconnect there. You fast forward to where they are now, and these yeah. dudes, like, they're bonded, right? Yeah. They, the communication is there. The relationship is healthy. We've had a, a few Cleveland Browns players on our show in different ways mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, and they've all said the same thing. 
They talked about the team chemistry. They talked about this brotherhood, mm -hmm. this bond, and going to war for each other, or just being there for each other and, and, and blocking out the outside noise. And I think that is, that's attributed to what Kevin Stefanski has done. Mm -hmm. And so you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those relationships matter. And the healthier the relationship is, it's kind of like us. We all got healthy relationships, despite what the public think mm -hmm. when the cameras is off. Yeah, I just found out today. <laughs> I, I just found out today, in fact, before the show, that I can't remember how it started, but I said, oh, I bet a lot of the audience thinks I hate Jay, which I don't, but he and I argue a lot. Uh, and both Mike and Earl told me that they've both been asked, do I hate them? And I said, that's crazy. I had Thanksgiving at this man's house. Well, boy, I love you guys. Yeah. Boy, nobody's I, ever asked if you hated me. No, nah, we get along all the time. <laughs> but I can't believe people would think I hate you, and I can't believe people would think I hate you. I love you guys. Even Jay, who I argue with way more. More than us. Way <laughs> more, way more than you guys. I don't hate Jay at all. I love to argue with him. I love to needle him. He loves to needle me. I love it. I have never hated no, anybody that I've been on a show with. Ever, anybody. Except Steve. <laughs> that's between them two but the point is man you can you can you can look at the ultimate cleveland sports Steve, show yeah and then you can look at the cleveland browns and you can yeah. see some similarities Steve, of how those relationships that's kind of help build this that's thing right. and build this that's momentum right, and keep us pushing forward and that's why how they gonna win the super bowl that's why we're and gonna we're be gonna here for a long time that's, right. that's exactly what's going next on topic. Bobby G sent me his top four if he was voting in as a committee yeah and I want to just give you his top four real quick we'll spend a minute on this but do you agree, disagree, think he's close or way off? This is Bobby G from Game Times, top four if we were voting playoff committee. Yeah. Number one, Ravens. Number two, Browns. Number three, Lions. Number four, 49ers. With the Bills and Eagles at five and six. I, I think, you know, we forgot about the Bills. Because the Bills are playing great. I know they didn't beat the Chargers by a lot, but they look I, – I, I'm actually <laughs> – it, I, I would actually, the Browns play anybody in the playoffs rather than the Bills. That's the last team I want them to play. Man, ever since Sean McDermott dropped the ball, boy, they, they didn't pick it up and been rolling. You guys agree with that? The Bills are the I, last the Bills, team I, I don't want to play, I don't the, play the Bills. Yeah, I I, play I, the it took me a while. Like Mike said earlier, yeah. I'd rather be late to the party, party than not show up. Yeah. It took me a minute to come around to like, okay, I don't want to play Buffalo right now. Yeah. Anybody else in the AFC, I think I'm okay playing. I don't want to play Miami in Miami. They might put you on that sideline when it's 30 degrees hotter. But I'm everybody else, man, it's fair game. Bring them. <laughs> Although, interestingly, with the Dolphins, Jalen Waddle got hurt. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty That's, big deal. And then Tyreek is still dealing with the ankle. Yeah, but he's, but he's playing. I mean, yeah. he's not, by the time the Browns would play them, he's probably okay. But to not – because it's not like they're deep. They have those two guys who are great. That's Do you know how long Waddle's out? What's that? They Have we seen say. any update on how long? Why? I thought I read that he might be done for the season. I could maybe it's like yeah. a high ankle sprain, right? I don't know. What's I don't that? Know what it was. Four to six. Something like that. That's four to six. Uh, I look. I look into. Uh, it. I mean, listen. You could put the Browns wherever you want. I mean, I think overall, like, it's funny when it comes to the Browns versus. You said the, the Browns was two. Bobby well, here's the, the thing. It's like college football playoff committee. What's more important, the head-to-head? -head? Obviously, the Browns won that game. Overall, you would. I think it's fair to argue the Niners have played a little better than the Browns this year overall as a more balanced, you know, they've won more decisively Ooh. more often. But, yeah, I mean, you could make an argument for the Browns to be as yeah, high as I mean, too, I, sure. I don't think it's absurd. I, it's I would not, have them at two personally, but I don't think it's an absurd no. argument to make. I think the more I think about it, I'd have the Browns probably four or five. I got them uh, I got the, three. The, I, I, would have, I, I would go Baltimore, San Francisco, Cleveland, Buffalo. 
I, I would leave Detroit out. Detroit won last week, but over the last couple five weeks, they've been kind of shaky. They dropped. They, they Dallas almost blew the game. Dallas can't win on the road. Yeah. Um, Kansas City, they a dumpster fire right now. They can't. can't. They're a mess. Yeah. So it's like I, I, they lost. They <laughs> lost the game, and the Aiden O'Connell completed six passes in the first yeah. quarter. Went on to complete a, not another pass for the rest bizarre. of the game, and they won. And, and uh, by the way, speaking of the AFC North, real quick. How about the beatdown the Steelers put on the Bengals? I, I feel Ooh, bad for you. Uh, speaking of dumpster fire and decisive things, this next question we're going to ask, I'm going to put in the poll, Yeah. and I'm beyond curious how the, the chat is going to respond oh, yeah, this to this. Is, this I'm going to throw a few on the fire here, but first, oh yeah. as the weather gets colder, the NFL go. offers stay red hot on FanDuel, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins, so if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is simple to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Little backstory, G. Bush was supposed to be in today. He still doesn't have a voice. He had to go to the doctor. So Earl did he go? Did. I he he did, did go to the doctor he this morning. I, you know, he hasn't texted me back. He texted me back. Yeah, I don't know. But he He's did. He mess. sent me a doctor's note, so he definitely went to the doctor. Uh, and before Earl knew he was going to be out there, I asked Earl this question. He goes... I don't even want to answer that, man. I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. Well, now, Earl, you're on the panel, so you can't avoid the question. What was G's wow. answer? <laughs> had G given you an answer? No, G had not answered this for me. Okay. So here's but, the question. You want to do it? Or you want I want to ask it to you because I want ahead. all yeah. you guys to answer. Right now, today, is Joe Flacco more valuable to the Browns than Miles Garrett? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. That's such a tough question. I, I it, don't like when he do this. It's let, a, me, it, let, 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 let me just put it in this perspective, <laughs> and I'll tell you why my answer is – as insane as this is, I was going to say it's Joe Flacco. That's who you go. Okay, with. and let me tell you why. I'm going the opposite way, but go ahead. Let me tell you why. Because I thought about it this way. We just said the Browns are Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. If Miles Garrett can't play the rest of the season, do you think the Browns are still Super Bowl contenders? Nope. Okay, I do. I don't. You don't. I, I do, do too. I I'm be honest. You do too. I, I, do too. I think they are. I really don't. I don't like their chances as much, <laughs> I but I think they still are. If Joe Flacco gets hurt today. Are the Browns still Super Bowl contenders? Absolutely not. Yes. No. What? Yeah. You crazy? You yeah. think they can win a Super Bowl with DTR or PJ Walker? Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. I, if those are your listen, answers, I believe. Then, in, I believe in Kevin. I'm like the only person in this world that kind of well, believes in Kevin. Right I love now. Kevin. You know that. Y'all don't believe in him but like that. You believe that Kevin just, with PJ under center? He they, what's the, what's his record? What's his wait? wait <laughs> Speaking of Philip Walker is back. On the Browns Yo, active roster. This is insane. Great job, Andrew. This, this, Great this is job. ridiculous. What is? Can you give me that that PJ wow. Walker graphic? I'm not what, putting one I'm more time up on the screen. He's I don't. Not. I don't know exactly. DTR did hurt his hip. He's out. Philip Walker's been upgraded to the active roster. The Browns also signed a punter, which I'll tell you guys about in the next segment. Okay, but we'll get to the kicker and the punter in a little bit. Anyway, okay, so you're you're go obviously based on your answers, you're taking Miles Garrett. I'm taking Miles yeah. because this is why the Browns have won a bunch a bunch of games without Joe Flacco. They they've won a decent amount of games without Joe. I think if you take Miles off, we don't know what the Browns look like without Miles. If you take Miles off, that opens up play calling. Plays that get a lot of the plays that and Kevin said it last week on his press conference. A lot of the plays that we don't see from Miles or happen. Miles get TFLs. Miles gets pressures. You telling me I can run to the left 
of the the left or the, the side of the, of the field now without Miles? You telling me I don't have to spend a double team or a triple team? I can actually have more guys go out in coverage? You telling me I can do all that offensively? Oh, absolutely. Now we're going to be much more effective offensively because we don't have to sacrifice two or three guys to stop one guy. Offensively, they've been able to get things done without Joe Flacco. They PJ Walker's came and done well. DTR has won games, so they PJ can, Walker hasn't done well. They won in spite they of him. They won the game. They did. <laughs> it ain't that. The only difference between PJ and and Joe. Oh my Right God. now, right now, <laughs> no, right now is that Go ahead. Joe actually is throwing more touchdowns, but he's turning the ball over every game. That's the only it's difference. difference. He's turning the ball over That's the every only difference. Game. That's the only difference. PJ Walker's one for five. Joe Flacco's seven for five or That's something. A huge so what? He's, he's, he's still turning the ball over. I know that, but he's making up if for it. The, if no, all you got to do is take her. The defense is so good that just don't turn the but, ball but over. Is, with, just don't turn with, the ball over. They could. They at least could run the ball a little bit when PJ Walker was playing the first. They can't run it all. They now. can't run right now. You telling me PJ Walker? Uh, How okay. they gonna score? Here's my candidate. Here's my Maybe they can't. You know why they ain't running the ball well? Because they leaning on Joe Flacco. If you know why they ran the ball with PJ Walker, because they knew that if they didn't run the ball well, Tyvis is out of back. pocket. Am I wrong? He's absolutely why is, the, why is the defense playing so? Okay, okay. Why did they play so well? This, this is my when Deshaun this is my went comment. down. They Go ahead. knew. I hear you. But at Earl, last Earl, week, Earl, Earl, one second. That's all you. The chat, real quick. Tyvis, the only difference is touchdowns. I've never seen the chat go hotter than. After you said that, just so you know, I've they, never seen the chat go hotter than after you said that. Hey, hey, so they both turned the ball over. That's about 150 yards a game. In that game, in that, in that game Sunday, I seen Zadarius Smith ball out like he hasn't at any point this week, right? Over the this last year, this, year. this, this yeah. year, over the last two or three weeks, Alex Wright, you know what I'm saying? He's been making a little bit of noise, getting some quarterback pressures, etc. Miles Garrett has been playing good without the sacks. I'll give him that. As the quarterback pressure's been there, not really. They wasn't there the last game. We just talked about the culture. We just talked about this plug and play. Jim Schwartz has set the tone with this defense back in the preseason. They've been playing like this back in the preseason. Earl, so I know I you're not about to say. I know you. Ain't, I know you're all not alluding is, to what I think. But are, wait a minute. All I'm saying is, wait a minute. Hold on. Are no, you sitting there telling you me? You telling me the only difference between PJ you, Walker? Are you telling and me Flacco was the touchdown? Are you telling me right now that if Miles Garrett sat off and sat on the sideline? You be okay with Zadarius Smith and Alex Wright at DN? Is that what you're I telling would. me? I'm more Are okay. you insane? You know why? You do, you, oh my God. do you know why they're able to do that? Because I know why. Because Garrett Miles is taking Garrett. on a double team, triple team all the but time. You, and you think PJ Walker is going to take us to the Super Bowl? He won games. Oh, oh my God. This games. is ridiculous. Did he not win games? Titus is out, He's out a, of his is, mind. Is PJ Walker not a winner? Oh my goodness! Zadarius <laughs> Smith they had all these sacks his whole damn career. Mikey McNuggets. Oh, games is PJ Walker, Walker a winner or not career wise? This is ridiculous. Is he not a winner? My that. daughter just texted me. Dad type is crazy. <laughs> uh, all I need to know, y'all can say whatever you want to say. I just need to know Wait, is career wise. Are, are, he... are we giving PJ Walker the Colts game? Yes, we are. He played the whole yes. game. Six and ten is a start of his career. He's what? Six and, six and four is a starter in yeah. 10 games. Okay. <laughs> Tyvis, let me, let me say something. Cause I, I agree. rest my case. There's a, there's a lot I in rest. what you said that was actually true. It's accurate. It's, it's, getting, it's, factual. it's getting lost in your PJ Walker. <laughs> your argument it's about Philip. your argument about why the other guys are able to have success is, is dead on. You're right. Thank you. The reason they're able to have success 
is because Miles Garrett. Fact Those right. guys are, are nowhere close to Miles Garrett. And the Browns' chances of winning this, I was about to say the World Series, <laughs> the Browns' chances of winning the Super Bowl without Miles Garrett would go down, no doubt. He, he's the second most important player. He's the best player on the team. What? But right now, <laughs> wait a minute. On, on this team, on this team in this unique circumstance, Tyvis, Joe Flacco is more important because the offense right now without Joe Flacco would be the worst offense in the it league. Would be bull, bull. It Listen, would be non-existent. It would be non-existent. Wait a minute. I, you know what? I'm going to take that back. Not the worst in the league because I love Kevin Stefanski, and he'd make it like the 23rd offense. They, the what is their offensive rate right now? I'll say in, this in terms of what. In terms of what? Since Flacco's taken over? A total over, offense. I haven't done the numbers, but I do the game stats every week before we come on the show. Each week that I do the team-by-team team stats, I've seen the points per game, pass yards per game. Those numbers literally elevate like three or four spots every single That's week. That's fine, but this is what – this y'all, y'all some hypocrites, and I got to put my phone down. <laughs> oh, look at Listen, that. Listen, y'all – all right, Steve, let me see that. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all know that this Not season, uh, cool. anything, uh, any other season in the NFL, y'all can literally sit there and tell me that this year proves that you might be able to win with an average quarterback. Okay, quarterback, we might have been overrating it a little bit because there's been so many different quarterbacks that's got hurt this year, and yet these teams are still finding t- ways to win games, right? Some True. teams. Okay. Most of the better teams still you have can good say, quarterbacks. You though. can say pretty much this season that the teams with the better defense are top, pretty much the top of the NFL right now. I mean, the best team in football is the Ravens, and Lamar Jackson's playing great. What about the defense? Well, their defense is playing great, too. The defense the what about San Francisco? Uh, well, until yesterday, what Brock about Purdy the, was playing great. What about the Cleveland Browns? That's fair with the Browns. So you would be so – I, 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 I don't think I'm stepping out on a limb by saying okay. that this year that I think that more times than not, defense probably going to win championships. No, but you stepping out there saying, Phillip – you, you Wait think, a minute, answer is, the question. Is no, you're not. Okay, you're not. Is defense going? Do you think if you okay? Thank you. Okay, now we move. We progressing in the right but, direction. But <laughs> thank I you. think you could win it with a mid-tier quarterback, which. Right now, I'd actually say Joe Flacco's playing better than that, but he's at least playing like a mid-tier quarterback. Why do you, do you think... P.J. Walker's the worst quarterback All in the world. All I heard was... So, wait a minute. This don't yeah. make no sense. Go ahead. So, why... So, you can win it with a, mere, a mid-tier quarterback because of what? Defense. Thank you. Okay. So, how you going to take away the best player on the defense? Because... And think you going right. to get the results? Philip, no, bro. Hey, I, they're one. You have like, I can see if they lost all every day. All I'm saying <laughs> is they're... I, if the Browns lost Flacco or Garrett, they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. That's fine. Probably not. That's fine. However, I would give them a better chance mm-hmm. with no Garrett and Flacco than I would with no Flacco and Garrett. Give me That's Zedarius, if, if I had Zadarius Smith and Alex and Alex Wright on the end and I didn't have Miles Garrett and I still had Flacco, I trust that the Browns can still do everything the Browns, they need to do. The Browns would still have a lot of talent on defense. Obviously, it would hurt them without Miles Garrett, but they would still have a lot of talent. On offense, the offense is dead now without Joe Flacco. It's dead. They have no it, running game. It wasn't dead without him before. But at least they could <laughs> run the ball a little early in they the season. Find, they could find a way to get that done again. You, you, you know, you know I, why they will get it done? Wait, wait till Leroy. Is the joke, is, is the joke, <laughs> you know why they'll find a way to get it done? Leroy, because they know that's their only chance to so win David the Njoku, game. Is David Njoku and Amari Cooper still balling out like this with P.J. Walker? No, they getting a bunch of targets, but are yeah, they right. balling out like this? I don't know no, what they. I don't know what their numbers were. The joke was not. <laughs> Amari Cooper was the. He was Amari Cooper, a 
throw the check. The down. Browns could be averaging negative three yards per carry, and and, and Lee Road would still say run the ball. He, <laughs> he, he you know, that so, is not true. That is a hundred percent true. By the way, who would have guessed? You know, Dewan Jones being out has Huge. made a big deal on the in terms of the running game. I mean, which I, is I funny think because at the beginning of the his year, his grades weren't good. It was in the terrible. Game, he was good know. in the past game, but. Look, even this week, you know, I'm sidebarring a little bit, but this week, the offensive line did a great job. Yeah, they do. In terms shut, of the pass block. So how can I totally blame them in the running game? Be, well, they didn't have Will Anderson, and they didn't have right. the second best pass. They got no, Joe Flacco did not get sacked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When you don't have really Will Anderson. The second I don't, I don't, they like should have been able to run the ball. Jerome Ford runs sideways. Hey, wait time. a minute. The, the Texans ranked six in the run defense. Now, don't, uh, that don't mean nothing. Yeah, but they were meet without their two best defensive linemen. Yeah, I know they that's on the end. Tackles. That, yeah, I know. yeah, the tackles make the difference. Speaking man. of which, Anthony went too crazy. Remember the first uh, fence rider question he had? Browns, it was like 50 yards. Yeah. We ran for 54 yards as a team. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't too crazy with that. Go ahead, Mike. I have the poll result from this, by the way. And this has been – I don't always follow the chat, but there's no Miles versus Flacco comparison graphics, so I was, I was kind of keeping <laughs> an eye on this. Very, very, very entertaining chat on this. Tyvis, the reaction to touchdowns don't matter. <laughs> that was, was epic. That's not what I – No, y'all took it out of context. All I heard was – That's yeah. not what all, I said. All I heard was <laughs> the only thing Flacco do better than Phillip, and I yeah. lost it. Well, he what, lost me so did yeah, he I, said that. You sabotaged you sabotage yourself because your overall the way argument set it up was like your overall argument was a, a yo, solid yo, argument. But that they, was so crazy. They took it out of context. Yo, oh, said, it. What do you mean? All I said was the I said the biggest difference. I didn't say it didn't that, matter. She, I didn't say it didn't matter. I said it that was the difference. But what matters more? <laughs> Go ahead, the sorry. biggest difference between the Panthers and the Browns are the wins. Yeah, that's it. That, that's the only difference that they that's both That's all we heard. It was like, wait a minute. You sabotaged. We put it in the chat. And this, when the chat is even on something or pretty close to even, I, I think it's a fun topic. I, I enjoyed listening to this. Yeah. 55 Flacco, 45 Garrett. Yeah. I Over I, 500 votes. And 45, it it's 45% of people that, under, that understand what I'm saying. It should be y'all, y'all are sick for just taking what I said and taking it out of context because that's not what I said. You did it to yourself. All yeah, I you said did. was the biggest difference between Your the two argument is very touchdowns. You had a very solid argument. I agree with a lot so of what I you said. So I should have said that last. But you blew it with the first one. You blew it with that first one. <laughs> yeah, like, you know next minute. time. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey. All right, Mikey, what do we got? We're not if better you guys than this. Missed, we still learn. <laughs> if you guys missed the post-game show, go back and check it out. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun with G. Bush, myself, and Earl. And whenever the Browns don't have to put us through cardiac arrest in the final two minutes and we can yeah, celebrate that an absolute <laughs> butt whooping, it's been very few and far between this year. It is a lot of fun. And G. Bush, who's not here today, hopefully he's back tomorrow. If you want to hear G's immediate take to the game, you go back and listen on the post-game instant reaction show on the YouTube channel. We got a little update for you guys, actually. Since the show has started, the Browns have signed a punter. They signed Matt Hawk. Not they were going to set guy. Matt Ariza. I thought he was going to say that, too. The punt guy. Why is that guy not getting a chance now? I don't know, but they signed it's, Matt Hawk. It's too, too many PR behind yeah. it. They've also signed. Completely vindicated. Still going to be PR behind it. Yo, OJ are, was vindicated too. Pe- people he? are afraid of, of, of <laughs> He's still negative hear about that. public perception, yeah, right? I guess. You could be vindicated. You could be Patterson. all of that. But that, that, that negative public yeah, perception, so, people just don't want to deal you, with it. Especially right now. This yeah, the Browns season. don't want that. But don't I don't want that. All right, so they've signed Riley Patterson. Riley Patterson, the kicker. Matt Hawk. It's H-A-A-C-K. 
Where did he come from? Hawk. Uh, he was last on <coughs> the Jets practice squad. No, no, no. I take that back. I'm not really worried about the punter. I, don't, I, mean, I have no idea where he's from. I'll look it up. It literally happened two minutes ago. The kicker is the guy you yeah, need more, in the clutch situation. What do you think about Riley Patterson? So <laughs> Riley Patterson is the guy who was with the Lions. He was the Lions kicker for most of the year. He had been doing well, and then I think he had a really terrible game either last week or the week before. I don't know what happened to this guy. And they just cut him after he'd been really good for them. Mike, what, what was his last game he played for Detroit, Riley Patterson? I'm pulling up his game log right now because it certainly doesn't make sense. When you I think it was the Jaguars, numbers. right? He's On the season, he's 15 for 17 and 35 for 37 from extra points. So it's not like he has a ton of misses. They don't kick a lot of field goals because they go for it on fourth down, I think, more than any other team, the Lions. The last game yeah. What's his he last technically game? What did he played – I, guys, I I don't have a great answer for you. He was two for two and three for three on extra points, and he missed an extra point against Chicago. He was one for two against Chicago, and they cut him after that. One for two on extra points. Zero zero field goals. One for two on extra. Mike, points. what is he? Eighty seven point three percent for the season. On the season, yeah. What's his? Did he kick it? How many fifty yard field goals attempts does he have? Listen, this season he is one for two on fifty yarders. All we need. Right, so they don't trust him. We just, I think that's it. They don't trust they don't him to trust kick him. a fifty yard. We field just goal. And in his him. career, Ty, real quick, in his career, just like Dustin Hopkins was fifty percent, he's three for six in his career on fifty yard field. Yeah, goals. he hasn't been around that long. He's pretty young, isn't he? Third year. We just need him for two games. Well, that, we don't know what Dustin Hopkins' situation is. We hope, it, but yeah. at least it's a guy who's been kicking in the league this year. Have we gotten any update on Hopkins yet? No, and Stefanski is not. Uh, players are speaking first before Stefanski. So as soon as Stefanski tells us what happened, I'll, I'll try When is in. he expected to speak? Is it before 1 or no? T- yeah, today. Uh, it's supposed to be 1230. Guys, this, this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge Dustin Hopkins deal. has been great. Oh, it's, it's one, o- 1 o'clock. Sorry. Okay. Dustin Hopkins has been great. Uh, if they don't have him for the playoffs, uh, I'm not feeling – I don't like that. <laughs> oh, wow. You got Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's well, different you, now. So you like you're okay with Hopkins being out? I mean, according to him, just try, you got Miles. You could try to outdo it all, Philip. You know, <laughs> only difference between Hopkins and Philip is. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can play quarterback. The only difference Simon. between Hopkins and Phillips is what? I mean, y'all, y'all are sick today. You know, y'all need to be checked. After I think show, I can throw less picks than Philip. Anyways, <laughs> is it a, is it, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, so many games came down to a field goal. That P.J. Walker definitely put them in position to win. Just going to throw that out there. Um, so, yeah, you need you hope that Dustin Hopkins could come back. But this guy, he seems like he can get the job done. I mean, he his stuff is similar to what what uh, Dustin Hopkins was. Right, but we've and I gotta, you got to trust that Bubba Ventron, which, boy, you better fix that, <laughs> kick, that kickoff team. I can't believe you gave up that. To but here's, here, here's back. what has me concerned. If, if he's just kicking for the rest of the regular season, fine. That's what I'm hoping. But, Mike, he's only played in Detroit, correct? Yep. No, yeah, so Riley Patterson, he started his career okay. with Detroit, who was so drafted, he played, then played Jacksonville. Outside. And he played warm Detroit. weather, Jacksonville, and, then the and he played indoor Detroit. Act like they don't travel the games. He went to college at Memphis, too, if that makes any difference. He went has he, he's never kicked here, has he? Uh, no. no, it's never kicked in Cleveland. This is the Wait, hardest stadium what year, in the, in what the year, to kick in. What year is he? What, what, what year is this for him? His third year. Can I add on to what you just said? Yeah, go. Not only that, the Browns is on primetime national TV this Thursday with an opportunity to clinch, and it's supposed it's to be cold. Sixty degrees today. Today, <laughs> yeah, but, I think it's but, supposed to be crappy oh Thursday. But gosh. Thursday it's gonna be cold and windy. I just don't. I, I, it's the unknown. 
It's the well, unknown, well, man. Well, we gonna find out. Well, you we better gonna... you wacko for Joe Flacco. <laughs> it better not. Flacco. It better not come down to hey, no I told, field goal. I told Mike speaking of wacko for Flacco, we are two games away from a bunch of us. I said I would get fifty memberships. Did yeah. you say that? Yeah, Mike said he would get fifty memberships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Bull agreed to that. <laughs> I'll, I'll give memberships too. Uh, by the way, it's, it's not supposed to be terrible Thursday night. As of now, overcast but no rain. See that? Low near okay. forty and not not heavy winds. I don't care about the rest of the regular season, but I think we'd all agree in the playoffs. You need him. You want Dustin Hopkins. I need I mean, this guy might be good. I'm about to say, we don't know. He, yeah. he, if he but comes, we know. So, so let me, but Hopkins, we know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let yeah. me ask you this. Yeah. He, he makes every field go from now to the end of the regular I'll season. I'll feel more confident. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, he, sure. It's, it's showtime. No matter what he does, even if he's perfect. I'd still rather have Hopkins based on how Hopkins. We kicker ties, bro. Let we me, are kicker ties. Well, let me ask city, y'all man. this question because yeah. I don't know the answer. So you know how Dustin Hopkins was like five points away from Jim Brown's yeah. record. If he kicks him in the postseason, does that still count? No, no, no. So he don't get it. No, no. Oh, my I think does anybody care about those records? Yeah, hey, Hopkins, I do. Yes. Hey, I could go around telling my kids I broke Jim Brown record. I'm about to say that's something that that's something bro, that he was five that. points away. Yeah. By the way, it reminds me of an apology I wanted to make because uh, on yesterday's show, somebody brought up the Browns championships pre-Super Bowl. And I was like, who cares? And I often say that because to me, there's a clear line of delineation in all sports of, of when the comparison of the championships is different. And for the NFL, it's, it's the Super Bowl. The league was different. When the Browns won championships pre-Super Bowl... They were competing against a lot less teams. It was a totally different world. Mm-hmm. But I think when I say that, it it can come off a little harsh and dismissive of the players who played in that time and what they accomplished. And I know Otto Graham's family still lives in the area. And I just wanted to make it clear that I don't mean to diminish how great a player Otto Graham was and what he accomplished for the city. And at the time, was a great player and won championships and deserves all credit. I just think it's a... I can't compare it to the Super Bowl era. That's all I'm saying. It's not. I did, I, but I, I came off harsh, and I don't want to diminish uh, what you know Otto Graham and those teams did. So I just wanted to. I take put them, that out. I take them teams. No, yeah. the championships. Ooh. We could we could use Otto Graham if Joe Flacco gets hurt. <laughs> we could have used him. Facts, Otto Graham is a Swiss I, Army knife. He did everything. Yeah. He did everything. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Mike. Did a little research on Matt Hawk, the guy they just signed. Yeah. He was the Colts punter last year with Bubba. Oh, well, and it's been wild. in the Cardinals practice squad. So that so makes sense. That's, that's, that's the tie. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, I'm less worried about the punter. I know uh, Bohorquez has been good, but I don't know. I just feel like the, there's more pressure being a kicker. Well, I, yes. Yeah. Yes. The only, I mean, you, you're going to appreciate Corey Bohorquez because he did a really good job of flipping the field. He and when did. you And when you go against teams that's like really good offensively, that matters. To be able to flip the field, pin them inside their 20, their 10, that matters a lot. But when you look at the rest of the schedule, you know, the Jets struggle offensively and what's our last? Cincinnati. That could be a problem there, but we ain't going to I just know bad job out of me. I remember when we first got Dustin Hopkins and I think we was doing behind the glass and it was like maybe week two or week three of him being here and he didn't hit all these 50-yard field goals. And I was kind of dismissive to what he was doing. I kind of wrote it off like, yeah, he a kicker. Kicker's yeah. kick. Kicker's supposed to make kicks. Why are we making a big deal out of it? You never really know what you got until you don't have it no more, right? Well, because as soon as that happened Sunday, I was like, damn, I want my kicker back. 
Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's good kicker. To, he really, he, it I, don't count. I need my kicker, season. man. Nope. That's messed up, and Miles man. Garrett got a sack on a two-point conversion. That didn't even count as a sack. Yeah, I know about that. Which is I, all these weird I, rules. I had a pick against the team up north and on a two-point conversion. And it, it didn't count. count. That's ridiculous because it's special teams technically or whatever. Uh, we got Leroy coming at 12, right? Yeah, he should be here any, any minute. As soon as he is, we will bring him on. But I did have one more question about the kicking situation yeah. real quick. Not as worried, and Tyvis, you might be the best person to ask, but a hamstring injury on the plant leg versus the kick leg, obviously not ideal, but if we find out it's the plant leg and not the kicking leg, do you think that changes the recovery time, or is the plant leg in the situation of a field goal kicker equally as important and equally as finicky and needs just time to heal as the kicking leg would? Uh, no, I think if it's the kicking leg, I think obviously you that's a no-go at all. But the plant leg, I mean, that's very important. I mean, you see a lot of guys really working on their steps, making sure that they're straight and all of that. But I think you could still be able to kick. I think it might on the follow-through maybe. That'd probably be where I think it'll yeah, mess them up the most. But yep. I think Dustin Hopkins would be I, – I, I don't think he's going to be out that long. I really don't. The Browns might be in a situation – where they have to keep a second kicker on the active roster in the playoffs. Because you can't afford if, if Dustin Hopkins is dealing with a hamstring injury and he tweaks it in a playoff game, you can't afford not to have a guy who can kick. Now maybe this Matt Hawk, whatever his name is, maybe he can you know, but Horquez couldn't kick for whatever yeah. reason. Maybe this Matt Hawk is maybe the part of the reason they're <laughs> considering him is because he can also kick in wait an emergency. A, let, but, wait a minute, let me cause I it's been a, it's been a while, so Okay, so you know how you got your 53 and you got your practice squad. Yeah. When you elevate somebody from the practice squad, right, that means you got to sit somebody on your original 46, 48, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? So that sure. means one less player had to sit, but you could keep this guy on practice squad just to elevate him for the game. Yeah. So in theory, you can elevate a kicker for the game. Right. And just sit like a, the four-string linebacker for the game. Right, he'd be inactive for the game. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. That, yes. That, that, that's probably they how they might I would, have to do that. That's if, how I would roll. Hopkins is back because because I ain't signing them to the fifty three. I ain't that. Right. You don't need to. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle it. Let me ask you the guys a question is real quick before we bring Leroy in when he should, comes in. We'll have a longer conversation about this at some point, either later this week or maybe early next week. Odds are the Browns are gonna be the five seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way they could fall below that is if they lose multiple games. Mm -hmm. Because even if they finish tied with Buffalo, who's the only team within a game of them, they would have the tiebreaker for a higher seed. Okay. You know, five versus six. So, the all, realistically, the Browns are going to be the five seed unless they win out and the Ravens lose out. And I would think after what we saw from the Ravens yesterday, yeah. <laughs> it's unlikely they're going to yeah. You never know. But I'd say, I think the Browns are like, it's 85% that they're going to be the five seed. Mm -hmm. It seems like almost a sure thing. Now, which means they're going to play at the four seed. The four seed is likely to be AFC the South. AFC South champ. However, the way the Chiefs are playing right now, who knows? Maybe <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs, that I mean, would be a shame. Although Jacksonville's playing lousy too, and, you know, who knows? But, but let's say it's the AFC South team. Right now, who, who would you want the Browns to play? The Colts? Texans, the Jags. Jags. I want to play the Jags. Texans that has CJ Stroud back, right? Yeah. 
I mean, C.J. Stroud's been out two weeks with a concussion. The Jags. You assume he'd be back. <laughs> Probably the Jags. Trevor Lawrence is dealing with an injury, and they're not playing well. They can't figure it out without the Christian The Colts have Kirk. the worst quarterback, but, you know. I would go – I will, it would be Jags, Colts, Texans. It's Jags, Texans, Colts. I don't want no more Gardner Minshew. I don't want no, no more Gardner Minshew. To me, Minshew. Texans are definitely the last choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to They're not the same team with C.J. Stroud as they are with Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Um I would actually rather play the Colts. That's than what even I said. The Jags. Oh, you rather the Colts over? Yeah, the Jags? I think the, I know the Jags are not playing well right now, but I bet they right. I, my gut tells me they'll right. You know why? You, I'm a, I'm a flip your argument. Yeah. You know why you would, you want the Jags? Why? Because we don't run the ball well, and they have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. No, that was not why. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, that's why Jags. you want I, the Jags. No, that's why you Colts. want the Browns to play the Jags. I said the Colts. No, I'm telling you right <laughs> oh, now, you oh, want oh. the Browns to play the Jags. <laughs> I'm, I'm, your gotcha. answer is wrong. I'm <laughs> telling you why you're wrong. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Go Yo, ahead, 